This is Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, and I'm in Jerusalem, Israel. Yesterday I was in the Knesset. I was invited to the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus. I was met with different leaders around the world as well as different members of the Knesset and did some interviews with them. I'm here with Rabbi Yehuda Glick. He was part of the Knesset several years ago. I interviewed him several times and uh, I'm with him today. And uh, Rabbi, will you tell me what you're doing today? Oh, first of all, welcome, shalom. It's so exciting that you're here with us here again in Jerusalem and bringing the message of Jerusalem to the world ministries, to the worldwide, and it's extremely important. Thank you. Uh, I run an organization today, it's called the Shalom Jerusalem Foundation. Okay. Um, we uh, also have a movement, which is called the Global Zionist Movement. And I'll tell you what, 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 what we're doing and what we stand for, because our ministry is leading a major revolution in the world, I believe. I'm sure your viewers are familiar with the, the Bible. Yes. The Bible describes two impossible things about the nation of Israel. Two impossible things that can happen, have never happened to any other nation. And both of them, the Bible says, are going to happen. And both of them happen to the people of Israel. Hashem, God Almighty, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of Zion, says to the nation, I'm going to bring you to the, to the land, but eventually you're going to sin, and I'm going to send you out to exile, and I'm going to scatter you all over the world. There's no other nation in the world that started at a homeland and was scattered all over the world. That's right. All over the world. That's right. And I say scattered all over the world, all over the world. The second thing is that Hashem says to him, eventually, at the end of days, I'm going to bring you back home to that homeland. Again, there is no other nation that left its homeland and returned. Wow. And I'm not talking about 2,000 years, not even after 50 years. No other nation. And sure enough, the people of Israel came back home. That's right. And throughout that history, another unbelievable thing happened. You know, there were so many nations, large nations, the Romans, the Babylonians, the Greek, all throughout history. Bigger nations, much bigger than the people of Israel. Many of them disappeared. But what's exciting is there was a book, a bestseller, that was written about a small little nation and a small little piece of land. We wouldn't think that that little book would have any interest to the world. Four billion copies, a thousand different languages. The Bible. That's right. The Bible has been translated right. to uh, 1,000 different languages, four billion copies, and... People all over the world who've never bumped into anybody from the family of Israel are studying that book and reading that book and teaching that book. And that's what that book says. And listen, if you don't see with your own eyes the hand of God, you know, maybe throughout the years that we were, the people of Israel were in exile, you could have read the book and said, okay. But now it's being fulfilled. It's that's materializing. Right. It's becoming a reality. The people of Israel came back home. So that's history. 130 years ago, there was this visionary guy named Theodor Herzl and he said to the Jews, listen, listen, the time is to come back home. And he established an organization called the Zionist Movement and it was it's a movement for the people of Israel saying, guys, you've got to go back home. <coughs> establish a state. At the beginning, people were very skeptical. It's yes. impossible how, after so many years, are we going to go back and establish a state? We're waiting for God to do that. And then says, no, you have to take it in your hands and come back home to Jerusalem, to the land of Israel. And that's what happened. We established the land. It wasn't easy. We had several wars. 
right after the, the state of Israel was announced, declared, we had the War of Independence. 19 years later, we have the Sixth Day War <coughs> in which we were threatened to just wipe us out from the face of the earth. Yes. And we were begging the world to help us survive. Nobody thought that within six days we're going to overcome 200 million Muslim Arabs who were determined to wipe us away from the world. We were two million. In six days we overcame all of our enemies and we returned to Jerusalem. And, but this was all about the people of Israel. Those of you who read the book understand that Hashem, God Almighty, That's right. chooses the people of Israel not for the sake of the people of Israel, but to be a light upon the nation. There you go. So if we had the Zionist movement where the people of Israel took their destiny in their hands and returned back to the land, now we are ready for Generation Z. The next generation. Zionism with Zion. And Good. here is where we come in, the global Zionist movement. In the Torah, in the Bible, in the prophets, there are two names for this city. One is Jerusalem and one is Zion. Jerusalem is the physical city, the houses, the inhabitants, the buildings. But Zion, as repeated again and again in Psalms, in Isaiah, in Joel, Zion is the mount of the holiness of Hashem. Zionist is the mount of his sanctuary. That's right. And Zion is supposed to be a house of prayer for all nations. And Zion is supposed to be the place where his kingdom rules. So Zion is the spiritual part of Jerusalem, but it's specifically a place. The Mount of Hashem, God yes. Almighty, where all the nations are supposed to come. So we did our part. We established the state of Israel. We did our part. We made sure Jerusalem is our capital. Now, here I am talking to World Ministries International and telling you, guys, now it's your assignment. It's your mission. Zion is in your hands. You have to make sure Zion, the mountain of Hashem, becomes a house of prayer for all nations. Because today, the mountain of the temple of Hashem is mostly run by Muslims. So very often, there's incitement there, harassment, calls for hatred and terror. The exact opposite of what God wants. He wants this place to be a source of shalom, a peace to the world. That's right. So we, in Shalom Jerusalem Foundation, have established the global Zionist movement, and we're calling upon people from all over the world, from all the nations, come to Israel, come to Jerusalem, go up to the mountain, to the Temple Mount, to Zion, and let's put Zion on our heart. We put it as a pin on our heart, but we put it as a picture in our living room. We put it in a picture. We have flags of Zion. We are calling the world. Let's make sure we change the music on Zion and turn it into a house of prayer for all nations. Call upon your administrations. Sign petitions. Call upon your decision. Demand. You know, today we have hundreds of thousands of tourists from all over the world. They come with the Bible in their hand and they walk in the footsteps of David, in the footsteps of Solomon. They go to Shiloh. They go to Bethel. They go to Hebron. They go all over the world. Always with the Bible in their hand, reciting the, the proper verse. When they go to the holiest place, you know, even as Christians, when they go to the place where Christianity began, where Jesus goes up and turns over the tables and says, stop desecrating this place. You know what happens? You're not allowed to carry a Bible. Yeah. You're not allowed to carry any religious item. Here is, we have to make that change. You, you have to make the change and make sure Zion becomes the house of prayer for all nations. It has to be the source of the Torah. From Zion comes out the, the law, the guidance, and the word of God from Jerusalem. And here's my, our call. Our call is to the nations. Put a pin of 
Zion on your heart. Raise a flag of, of Zion. Put it in your church. Put it in your community center. Put a picture of Zion in your living room. We have established globalzionism.com, which you can go there and be part of the movement. It's a call to call the world and say, guys, now it's your turn. We established the state of Israel. We established Jerusalem. Now it's your turn. And I want to specifically talk about a, a special date. In Israel, after the great victory, 67, 60 war, we, by the Hebrew calendar, celebrate every year a day called Jerusalem Day. Okay. It's the day where the paratroopers entered Jerusalem and united the city. But in my eyes, it shouldn't be an Israeli celebration. So we've announced this year that from now on, that day is going to be the World Zion Day. So this year, just in a few days from now, May 18th and 19th, we're going to be calling people from all over the world to celebrate the World Zion Day. We're going to go up to the mountain. We put together on our website, globalzionism.com, there's a special prayer book of Psalms organized for that day, World Zion Day. The day that the nations, here, I'll just recite a few of the verses from Psalms. One of the Psalms that we deal with is Psalm 48, which talks about the greatness of Hashem, God Almighty, which comes about in the beauty of Jerusalem, and it comes about in the victory of God in Jerusalem. Here, I'll read you Psalm 48. Hashem is great, a much acclaimed in the city of our God, His holy mountain. Fear crested, joy of all the earth, Mount Zion, city of the great king. Through his citadels, Hashem has made himself known as a haven. The kings joined forces, they advanced together. At the mere sight of it, they stunned, they were terrified, they were panicked. They were seized here with a trembling. And then it says, as we heard, we have now witnessed in the city of Hashem of hosts, in the city of our God, may Hashem preserve it forever. And in your temple, Hashem, we meditate upon your faithful. And then there's a call. Walk around Zion, circle it, embrace it, count its towers, take note of its ramparts, climb its citadels, then you make recount it for the future age. For Hashem, He is our God forever. He will lead us evermore. This is 48. Amen. We put it together, together with Psalm 96 and 97, talk about the nations announcing the kingdom of Hashem on Zion. We're not going to read the whole thing, but sing to Hashem a new song, a new song of the song of redemption. Sing to Hashem, bless His name. And then it goes on in saying that all the gods of the peoples are idols. Hashem, the creator of heaven, is one God. Glory and majesty are before Him. Ascribe to Him, O families of the people. Prostrate to Him in His majestic holiness. And it talks about Hashem is King. Let the earth prostrate to Him. Zion, hearing it, rejoices. The towns of Judah exult. So we have 97, 98. Then of course we'll have Psalm 100, which is thanks, and Psalm 117, which is hallelujah. So it, we put together a really prayer. You can go into Global Zionism and download that prayer book for yourself. Especially, we're going to be broadcasting from Jerusalem, dancing in the streets, ascending Temple Mount. Bible teaching lessons will be on the Zoom. I'm inviting all of you. Join us on World Zion Day, May 18th, 2023, and connect. Connect your communities. Dance. Raise the flag of Zion. Put a pin of Zion on your, on your, on your, on your heart. And that's the, way, that's the way we return to Jerusalem. You know, the people of Israel, how did we keep Jerusalem in our heart? For 2,000 years, every single young Jewish couple who got married broke a glass, memory of Jerusalem. That's right. Every holiday, at the end of the holiday, we concluded, next year in Jerusalem, every single house had a picture of Jerusalem in our living room. You know, three times a day we would pray for Jerusalem, but not only that, every time we would eat a piece of cake, we'd say, thank you, Hashem, for the delicious cake. Don't forget, 
we want to build Jerusalem. That's the way it was. So if we put now Zion in the hearts of the nations, direct your prayers to Zion, we will be able to make sure. You're coming to visit Israel? Don't go and stop at the Western Wall. Climb up the mountain. Go there and announce Zion is in our hands. So we're, we're guiding groups. I'm taking groups onto Zion, the Mount of Hashem. And I want to know, you to understand, I don't know if people are aware of it. I've paid a major price for this. 20 years ago, I made a change in my life and I started calling people to come up to the mountain of Hashem. At the time, there were very few who went up to the mountain. In 2014, eight years ago, October 29, 2014, I had an event in honor of, of, of Zion. At the end of the event, everybody went home and I was there alone. And I was approached by a Palestinian Muslim terrorist who came over to me and said to me that I'm an enemy of Al-Aqsa. And point blank, he shot four bullets to the center of my body. I was critically injured. Thanks to millions of people around the world who were praying on my behalf. Thanks to the Israeli medical system, I'm alive. But I've dedicated my life telling Hashem, I'm not only going to bring your people to the Temple Mount, I'm going to bring all the nations. And I've, my life is devoted for this. As I said, this is my mission of life, to dream, to rebuild His house so that His divine presence is recognized by all nations. And all nations, as Zechariah says, will declare He is one and His name is one. And that's what we're here for. We're here to serve as a light upon the nations, to call upon the nations, to join us in announcing that, I, that, that this is the house of prayer for Hashem, for all nations. Not all nations have to convert to become Jewish. No. All nations remain with what they are. If you're from Kenya or Nigeria, if you're Mexico and Honduras, if you're from Germany, or if you're from Morocco, if you're from China, stay where you are. Stay your nation. But serve one God. That's right. We're in one thing. And that's what we're doing. So we are... Like you, World Ministries International of Zion. We are here to announce the kingdom of Hashem, God Almighty. We, we, we write his name, Y-H-W-H. We don't pronounce it. We say Hashem. Hashem is the Hebrew word for his name, the name. The name. The name, Y-H-W-H, represents eternity. It's the Hebrew word. It's, it actually puts together the three words, past, present, future. He was king, he is king, he will be king. And so we're here in the Global Zionist Movement, globalzionism.com, Shalom Jerusalem Foundation, shalomjerusalem.org, shalomjerusalem.org, or globalzionism.com, and we're calling upon all the nations. Partner with us, let us bring this message to the world. Let's make the change in the world. We did it for the National Zionist Movement, now it's time to do it for the Global Zionist Movement, where all the nations are gonna join us, join us in celebrating May 18th, World Zion Day. Now, ladies and gentlemen, again, this is Reverend Dr. Jonathan Hansen coming to you from Jerusalem. I'm the president of World Ministries International. I am in Jerusalem, Israel. I'm with my friend. I interviewed him several years ago when he was in the Knesset. This is Rabbi Yehuda Glick. I, I knew the story. If you had been watching me for many years, uh, you had heard the story. Shot four times, point blank. God sustained them because God is a God of miracles. I know that our audiences, uh, people in our ministry, we, we worship and we are involved in the Feast of the Lord. I lead a Seder every single year. And so uh, I'll tell you what, I, I believe in what the rabbi is doing 
fully, 100%. And that's why I'm here. I've always believed that we should be able to go up there and Israel should actually be in control of Temple Mount. I believe it and it should happen. Okay, so Rabbi? It, it has to happen and the only way it can happen, I don't know if you're familiar with Psalm 126, it says that when, the, when God returns the returnees of Zion, we're like dreaming. And people think, wow, we're like dreaming because a dream has come true. I say something else. We're like dreaming, we're sleeping, we're dreaming. And then it says, the nations will say, God is doing great things to you. And then the people of Israel will say, hey, God is doing great things to us. So sometimes we need the nation's initiative to wake us up. Yes. And sometimes we need <laughs> them to say, guys, look what's going on. This is a godly event. This yes. is a typical event. What we're saying here, now it's time for the nations. Wake up and take it on your responsibility to make that change. We, if we can get 10 million Christians around the world signing and saying and calling and saying, let people go up to the Temple Mount with a Bible in their hand. Let Zion be holy again. Let's change the music on Zion. So instead of music of hatred and violence, there should be music of rejoice, of prayer. And all people should be able to pray. I'm not, not preventing others from praying. All should be able to pray to one God, the God of the Bible, the God of Zion. Psalm 146 says, He will be king forever. Hashem will be king forever. The God, your God of Zion. And that, 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 that concept, your God of Zion, the God whose presence, you know, the word Zion in Hebrew is a noun. The verb is to point, to mark. Litzayen. Zion, Zion, is the place that Hashem pointed and said, here my will dwell my divine presence in the world. And that is what we're doing. And in order for that to happen, we need the nations to call and say, we want this. That's what Isaiah 2 and Micah 4 says. The nations will stream up. It's like, you know, there's gravity where things fall down. Spiritual gravity is people, things that are, are pulled up. And, and, and the streaming that, that Isaiah describes in chapter 2 is the nations streaming up to Hashem. And that call is a call upon the nations to join the global Zionist movement. And as I said, again and again, you know, we try to blow the shofar on Zion. We can't blow the shofar on Zion. Joel says, blow the shofar on Zion. Yes. That's our mission. What is blowing the shofar? Blowing the shofar is announcing the kingdom of Hashem and saying, He is reigning over the world. He is the ruling over the world. He is the kingdom of the universe. That is what our mission is. And I believe that we can establish the global Zionist movement, meaning people not only supporting the state of Israel, which is an important mission, not only supporting and announcing and recognizing Jerusalem as the capital of the state of Israel, which is a very important mission, but recognizing Zion as the capital, the palace of Hashem in this world. God Almighty, YHWH, He is the creator of this world. He chose upon Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and their people of Israel so that they should serve as a light upon the nations. And they're like a kingdom of priests to all the nations. And all the nations are like, you know, when you look at a orchestra, you see there's a violin, you see there's a piano, there's a cello, there's a trumpet. A violin will never be a trumpet. The beauty of the palace of Hashem is that they're all part of one harmony. And that is the call of Jerusalem to the nations. Harmony, diversity, based on all nations. Calling. And then the Bible says, nations will not lift swords against nations. They're not going to be war anymore. Why? 
Because when is there war? When we feel like we're threatening each other. But when we are actually playing in the same concert, in the same orchestra, in the same symphony, there shouldn't be any threat of one part of another because Hashem wants, He wants the African people and He wants the Asian people and He wants the European people and He wants South America. He wants Brazilians to be Brazilians and He wants Americans to be Americans and He wants uh, the Indonesians to be Indonesians. As long as we're all united and understanding that it's not a bunch of gods who are threatening each other. We're all part of one, one, one That's right. He told Abraham, he'll make him a father of many nations. Exactly. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And so that's why uh, we're so close together. That's why the Knesset Christian Allies Caucus is because we have so much in common and we understand the living God. And uh, we're all looking forward to the Messiah. Uh, we believe... We're looking forward to his return, and, and, but we're all looking for the Messiah. I'm talking about we as Christians. But uh, we serve the same God, we're on the same page, and that's why we love Israel so much. And I want to tell you that just like the return of the Jewish people back to Israel was a great, a great miracle, no less great miracle is the fact that we have Christians all over the world who are supporting Israel. Uh, you know that the history of the Jewish people and, and, and the Christian world was not always smooth and friendly. There was friction. There was a lot of friction. Hate, even sometimes very sad, cruel hate. The fact that millions of evangelical Christians around the world are supporting the state of Israel and giving their blessing to the state of Israel and working and making their effort that the state of Israel should be strong and fl flourish, this is a miracle in my eyes on a biblical level. This is a godly miracle. And this is what the prophets tell us what's going to happen. When Hashem comes back and blesses His people, all the nations are, are going to be, want to be blessed by this. You know, we, we read very often that the nations are going to stream up to the Mount of, of Zion. When Isaiah said this, all the nations were idol worshippers. It was way before any kind of Jesus or Muhammad. It was nations that were all idol worshippers and one nation who believed in one God. Today, we have a total new story. The world is monotheistic and Christian world is supporting the believers of the Bible are supporting the people of Israel. This is something that when I think of it again and again brings tears to my eyes. When Isaiah said it, I sometimes I say to myself, he must have been hospitalized in a psychiatric hospital. He said it. All the nations were idol worshippers. Jerusalem was a tiny little village, a hundred acres. And he said, all the nations are going to come here. And you know, there was not even a means of transportation for all the nations to come here. That's right. There were, there were no airplanes. There were no trains. There were no superhighways. There was nothing. Yes. How could he say all the nations of the world are going to come here? And look what's happening. Nations are becoming monotheistic. Jerusalem is becoming a, 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 a big municipality, a big city. And there are means of transportation so all nations can come here. So now it's a call upon the nations. Join. Come. Let's announce the Zion as his kingdom. Let's announce his palace. Let's call upon all the nations to raise the banner of Hashem on Zion. Let's join the global Zionist movement. Let's announce this world Zion day and let's pray to Hashem and praise Him and let's pray and pray to Him Hashem God Almighty from your place appear and rule over us 
Because we're waiting for you, God Almighty. We're, we are waiting for your kingdom in the world. When? When are you going to come and your name will be great and you'll be sanctified by all nations? And our eyes will see it. When our eyes will see it, that was what's promised in the words of your prophets, in the words of King David, in the words of, of all the prophets, that you will be the king over the universe. Generation after generation. Generation after generation. That's what we're praying for. And that's what we can not only pray for, but that's the actions that we can call upon the nations to take and do it. And you are running the world ministry. Maybe Hashem chose upon you to bring that message to the world through you. Hashem is using you. I don't know if, I, if you see, but there's a string above your head. He's pulling the string. And he helped you make, make, make peace between the United States and, and Kenya in your family. So maybe uh, he's calling upon you to bring all the nations to Zion. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, I have been up on Temple Mount to pray myself. Different years I've come and it's been blocked off. I'm so glad that you're still going up there. And one year when I come, I hope you and I can go together. I believe that we should be able to go under freedom and pray. And uh, so I fully support this effort. I've always believed that Israel should be in control of Temple. Always believed it. And uh, so if I, if I want to be a little spiritual, I just believe it's, it's uh, Satan working in the midst of, of uh, this thing to try to stop uh, freedom and the people of God from worshiping God on this most holy mount. So I really Rabbi, think that, yeah, it's our mission to call upon the nations to allow us to go over to the Temple Mount with a Bible in our hand and to call and to praise Him. And I think that we've seen major changes. I and mean, today we can pray. In the past we couldn't pray, but we can't bring a Bible, we can't bring religious rituals. So I'm calling upon the nations, let's do it, let's go. And you'll see by the demand that we will succeed in fulfilling our mission in the world. I believe it. I want to thank you, Rabbi, for being on the warning program again. Wherever you're watching or listening to the warning program, again, we're not only on television all over the world, we're on social media, we're on radio, we're on shortwave. So if you're watching or listening, I want you to support this cause. Again, I'm Reverend Dr. Hansen. I'm the president of World Ministries International, and this is Rabbi Yehuda Glick. I met him when he was in the Knesset, a man of faith, a man of sacrifice. I've always respected all through the Bible and all around the world, those that are willing to be a martyr. But for the grace of God, he had been a martyr. Let me tell you something. God is in control and all nations are going to see what's happening as a miracle comes out of Israel. May God richly bless you. Shalom. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. Remember, this warning program is entirely supported by you. If you want to keep us on your local channel, we need your help. Send your donations to 360-629-5248. Operators will take your donations or my website, www.worldministries.org. You can donate that way. Or send a check to World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Thank you and may God richly bless you.